When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Actually, Steve is not here. He is out today. Miss Shannon is filling in. Good morning. Hello to everyone. Thanks for joining us. We it's love been, you. We have learned a lot of things so far this morning. I am very excited about working with you because we always we, <laughs> we educate. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned about a lot of things so far. We covered a lot of ground, Donna. A lot we really ground. did. Mm-hmm. We covered some um, proper ways to hide your clutter. When we did some DIY. We learned about some good places if you need to fix some things and some, do some personal home repairs. That's how you right. can do that. Yep. Uh, Rob taught us, well, taught me. I didn't know about this Ron Myers story mm. about his alleged affair with uh, this actress. Um, so I Googled that. That was eight years ago. We also learned uh, repairclinic.com Correct. that you mentioned. Um, that is where you go to fix stuff. What else do we need to learn about? What's left? <laughs> do we have anything? I think we do. If, uh, I mean, we had to keep talking. We do. So actually, you know, <laughs> we were talking yesterday about how uh, would we be willing to go back to movie theaters and what would get us back into the movie theater? And That's so I right. had this little tip. Um, so, so Harry Potter and the horse, the, the Sorcerer's Stone just had a new milestone that it hit. They have now uh, earned more than $1 billion worldwide in theaters oh, wow. because of that film. Because it was re-released once some of the um, theaters started opening up overseas that was one of the films that you could go and see and that was enough to get people to come back out of their homes and pop back in there so I mean that That's movie awesome. yeah and especially I mean it's, it's if you're a Harry Potter fan or not now you know that maybe you can start over because those movies have been out for so long maybe that's something that you want to go see in a, in a big theater because, is that the first one yes mm-hmm. okay that's the only one I've seen okay that's and I haven't I, read anything now have you read I've read them the all books? Yes, oh, I, I have them all. So I'm one of those people. I'm probably more likely to have read the books than seen the movies. And then sometimes Got I it. catch up on the movies. But I mean, and I like those. I'm a big fan of the series and the genre and all those things that you can do about, you know, I would love to be a wizard if you gave me the choice. I would. Sure. Go, yeah, I would be a wizard if I got to. Play. I could see you in one yeah. of those, you know, wizardly outfits. I have one and I have my <laughs> wand. I have a wand and a hat. I have my Oh, my God. I does a wand my... have like a little star at the end of it? No, mine does not. Mine was, it was one of those things where I actually had, um, there was a place um, that did a Harry Potter pop-up experience over in Minnetonka. Yeah. And so I went there. And so some of the kids, because this also was, um, uh, they did a lot of community activities at this thing. So they had some of their kids that were in this summer program make wands. And so I bought one from them. So oh it is God, a very special so wand, a very special wand. I but, have to ask other questions about the 
wand before huh. you continue. Oh, okay. does it have like ribbons hanging off of it? Like, what is special no, about this wand? No, okay. doesn't sound all that special to me. <laughs> well, it's very special I'm because it is for me and every and wand. Whether it has, it. and well, also regardless, if you go through the Harry Potter lore, it's more about what's inside of it, not what's dangling off of it. Oh, so it's okay. the kind of thing. So it's like, what is the core made out of? That is important. It is also oh. uh, it is also important what kind of wood, what kind of tree or branch you use for it because okay. each of them is imbued with different properties. Uh, okay. What also would matter is whether, you know, what length of wand you have, that would make a difference. And also, you know, if you do, depending on what kind of spell you want to, uh, to wield. Uh, if it Got was it. a wiry, if it was a very stiff wand, if it one that had more of a bend to it, those are things that if you want a Harry Potter style wand, those are okay. the things in that world that would be of, of import. I'm learning things. I'm still learning things. Okay, sorry I blew up. (laughs) No, you did it. No, I'm just, I'm giving you the the most broad-based, incredibly geeky answer for that question. Okay, no, perfect. I'm trying to answer in a way for all the people who do not give a crap about me and my Harry Potter friends. (laughs) I'm trying to answer in a way that they will still find it entertaining. So That was great. That was great. I'm I'm actually very intrigued now. Now I'm... I kind of want to learn more about Harry and his friends. <laughs> I'll loan you the books. <laughs> okay, thanks. Great. Yeah, you can borrow. Right. You know, I thought this other, speaking, speaking of movies, um, I thought this was another interesting one, and it goes back to a movie that came out quite some time ago. Because Keanu Reeves, he is one of my favorite people to watch um, in interviews. Like, the more I see him get interviewed, and the more things you see Keanu Reeves do on the internet, the more you love him, I think. Are you a fan? Uh, yeah, he just seems like a good human being. Yes. yes. You know, he I makes really good choices. I feel like his answers are good. There's even like a BuzzFeed interview where him people asked him questions while he sat on the floor and played with puppies it is the most adorable thing oh my gosh i love him more yeah he is just good at this and so recently he's been making a lot of the rounds mostly because his film bill and ted's oh i forgot the nail tagline um so the new bill and ted's movie comes out later this month yes so that's part of the reason why we're we're paying attention to him. But during one of his interviews, it came up because this was in the news recently as well, that the Matrix, who we know that he's we know the film that he starred in was actually an allegory for trans. It was a trans allegory. And he said he didn't know that at the time. But when you talk to the uh, creators of the franchise, Lily Wachowski and Lana Wachowski, it has come out recently that, yes, it actually was a, 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 a transgender allegory. Um, and that huh. there were those tones in there. And part of the reason why uh, it came out is that fans of The Matrix and also fans of the Wachowski sisters have been watching the film and going and like putting the um, there's always fan theories. And yes. so this was one of the fan theories that people were piecing together that this is what it was. And then when the Wachowski sisters um, uh, confirmed it. That's why Keanu was asked about it recently. And it sounds like he was totally on board for it. And he said, well, I didn't know that at the time. But for Lily to come out and share that with us, I think is cool. And, yeah. you know, and I think that that's awesome because, you know, I, my friend was recently watching. There's a, a new documentary that came out earlier this year uh, called Disclosure. It's on Netflix now. And it's, uh, yes. it's Disclosure, Trans Lives on Screen. And my friend watched and was highly impacted by it and, and talking about how there weren't a lot of positive stories or even those positive allegories that were available uh, sure. in media. And so right. to have this come out really seemed very validating for that community. 
Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I I actually want to see that um, disclosure. Right. I've mm-hmm. heard a lot about it. And have have you seen it? I all? haven't. It's on my list. I already queued it up so that I did not forget this weekend. Um, and where do we find that again? That one is on Netflix. That one's okay. on Netflix. Disclosure, Trans Lives on Screen. And so that is, you know, it, it was one of those ones where it had its world premiere at um, the Sundance Film Festival uh, last January or this January. And it's been on um, Netflix. It just dropped last month, I believe. OK, in June. OK. Mm-hmm. Totally putting that on the list. Mm-hmm. It sounds right up my alley. Right. I like those um, kind of documentaries. And it's always good to see another perspective. And especially this one that's told from the perspective of a lot of people that we already know from Hollywood mm-hmm. and to hear their perspective on what it was like uh, living their lives and also being who they are and seeing whether that was represented appropriately in this industry that they work in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is great that I am. Um, I'm learning something new again. <laughs> See this full circle. Yeah. It sounds like a really good movie. I like it when I, the reason I like documentaries, mm-hmm. right. Is because of that, seeing it from someone else's perspective, seeing it through the lens that somebody's, you know, living in. Exactly. Exactly. So just, I will definitely be checking that And we'll out. have to check in with each other and see what we learned from that and, and yeah. hear about those particular voices. I also have a recommendation for you. I texted you about it yesterday. Yes, yes. Um, on the record, um, it is on HBO. I watched it on HBO Max. Okay. And... It is just such a well-told story. Now, and remind me, is, who is this about? Okay, so this is about Russell Simmons. It's actually about a woman named Drew Dixon, and mm-hmm. she was a uh, she worked in the record industry, and she worked for Russell Simmons for a time, and she is one of the women who claims that he raped her, mm-hmm. and she's extremely um, credible, right? I would say. And so you're hearing from other women who also worked for him and you're hearing it. You're hearing it from the perspective also of a black woman during the Me Too movement and why sometimes it's harder for women of color to come forward in these sexual assault allegations and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I really would love to hear your opinion on that. That is definitely on the list as well. Yes. Okay. grab that. So. I'll watch Disclosure, you watch On the Record, and then we we'll will... meet we'll back up here and discuss. Convene. Yes, yes exactly. Okay, sounds mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But we are going to take a little break. We are going to come back, though. Um, you're just killing it with the studies. <laughs> I got you. you. You've got a really good study <laughs> on, um, well, the fact that... Should you be picking. picking your own dates? That's part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's discuss, according to a new study, coming up next on My Talk 1071. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out, Miss Shannon is in, and she's going to tell you why you should let a stranger pick your ideal partner. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, I'm listening. All right, Donna, this comes from the University of California. And so what they did is they had a bunch of participants. They started with 700 people and they had them sit down and they go, okay, list your favorite qualities of what you're looking for in a mate. And they had them rank them and they they picked the top three and they go, okay, 
you would find the people who have these three categories most attractive, right? So then what they did is they went and they asked other people what categories they found most attractive. And these are all the things that you would think like, okay, are they funny? Are they attractive? Are they thoughtful? Are they inquisitive? Are they smart? Those kind of things. Um, So the way the study looked like it was going to go at first is that you would only find the people attractive that had your top three, right? But then what they started doing is asking and telling the people what other people found most attractive of this list. And then it turned out that all the people in the study went, oh, yeah, I like that, too. And so so basically, the more they asked these people what they found most attractive, it just kind of came down to they wanted positive qualities. So if somebody else picked their top three qualities and you then met that person that had those top three qualities that somebody else picked, you still yeah. found them attractive because they're still positive, positive qualities. So basically, got it. yeah. So basically just to kind of sum it up, if you normally like people that have dark hair, but I mm-hmm. go, but I like people that are blonde, you'd go, well, I like Shannon. So I like that too. <laughs> so, okay. okay. Yes. So, so it really doesn't matter what your keys are. It just means that it just matters that they're positive triggers. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why you could let a stranger I don't know do if it. I, I don't know if I believe it, though. Yeah, because that's why they're saying, according to the study, that you could let a stranger pick. Because as long as the stranger picked three things that are kind of positive and you told them, well, this person is smart and has a good job and they're really stable. Since those are three things, you'd go, OK, well, I guess I do think that's sexy, too. Okay. So maybe that's why it goes back. That's why we're going into being we're too picky is that we say these are the only things that are important to us. But it really turns out to, well, these other things might be important as well, just not as much. Or we've decided that we shouldn't have them be as important. So we give them less weight when we care about those things, too. So why do we even bother picking these things other than saying they should be a good person? Exactly. (laughs) That's what it seems like. You know what I think it comes down to is... It's like when you're buying a house, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get everything you want. You may think that you have to have a brand new kitchen, but then you come into the house and you're like, okay, the kitchen needs some work, but oh my God, the rest of the house is perfect. Right. Well, you're going to give up the house just because the kitchen isn't perfect. I think it's interesting when we start prioritizing deal breakers, though, too. Like, what is, yes. you know, because you do, you know, I, you want to be picky enough, right? You don't want to. Yes, you don't <laughs> want to so, settle. Exactly. So it's like, how do you balance out the, that's why I think the study makes sense in that it, as long as they have other qualities that are positive to balance out the, I don't have the right, the perfect kitchen. So right. as long as they're the right. other things, like I think that that's where you go. Well, I'm not settling. And, yeah. Right, exactly. We're like, well, maybe the another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you know, the bathroom has, you know, it's smaller than I think, but oh my gosh, we have a live-in basement, you know? So, right, right. so there has to be a positive, ca- a positive thing to balance out the fact that they don't have what you want. I really think there has to be a level of attraction, mm-hmm. too. Yes. It, you, like, there could be a human being who has all the qualities you want, but you're just not attracted to that person. Like, I had guys say before, just guy mm-hmm. friends, women don't want nice guys. And it's like, yes, they do want nice guys. Exactly. They just want nice guys that they're also attracted to Correct. physically. Right. I would say, especially especially when you're younger. Mm-hmm. You know, because you change as you get older, your tastes change. Right. And what you find attractive is different. But I also told one of my guy friends, because he was having trouble for a while, and I said, you have to be A minus, A plus at something. And so basically, I told him, I said, you're kind of C plus at everything. You're not bad looking. You have an okay job. You're, you're," he was just like, he wasn't so, because I do think we all have back to what the study starts, that we have our priorities. So you might be uh, more based on whether they're physically attractive, and I might want them to be really funny or smarter. Or, or something. Right. So I'm willing to overlook the fact that they're kind of broke and bad with their finances because they're funny and they smart. They entertain me. And right. you're willing to overlook the fact that they're um, a little less attractive because they're really stable and they can really help you out and they're very supportive and you like the way they communicate. Yes, if absolutely. You're, if you're meh at everything, then it's going to be really far hard for you to find a woman because whatever her primary thing is, you don't have that either. So <laughs> that is a really, really smart way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, you have to get really good at something. Either, uh, either, either Zoolander it and get incredibly, incredibly good looking, or be incredibly funny, or get your life together. And so at least be a I great trust you. Right, a thing. Have that hook. Have a thing. You can't just be meh across the board and then wonder why you hilarious. can't find a date. <laughs> wow. How did he handle that? Well. <laughs> He did. I mean, he, we still of, talk on a okay, We're still friends, so you know. And he wondered so why I friend zoned him. Oh, I friend zoned okay, so him. This and he's was like, a why potential. Wow. So you we had run in the same plus, circle. Huh? I said, "What?" I said, "You're kind of C plus at everything." <laughs> like, and so I that that took care of him continuing to hit on me. You know, kind of thing. Right. Like, like, screw you, lady. Right. But I said <laughs> it in a you know. I mean, I feel like that was kind of a nice way to say it. I didn't say he was terrible at anything. It's just. Focus, you know, figure out who you your are, what you're going to do. Everything. Right. And some of those things you can change, you know, like huh. whatever it is that you're like, you know, you if it's a personality trait and you're just trying to be too much, just be who you are. And then I think that confidence builds and there's lots of ways that you can work on it. And everybody's looking for something different. And I, that's what I was trying to tell him is that I get it. What guy are you? You know, I didn't know what guy he was. So got it. Because, I mean, he wasn't unattractive. (laughs) He's still not. He's fine. He's fine looking. That's the point. You can't just be fine. What's his story? He's super boring. Way boring. Way boring. (laughs) So all the boring. I knew it. I knew it. That's where the C plus comes in. Be more interesting. (laughs) Right. Gosh. All right. Thank you for bringing that study. When we come back, um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they're pitching a top secret Hollywood project. Let's see if we could dig into this. Coming up next. 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Um, Steve is out today. Miss Shannon is filling in. Hello. Good Hello. morning. Still working on my thermostat early in the show. I was having thermostat problems during this commercial break. I had to go change because I was like so hot. Mm -hmm. Um, Rumi changed the batteries and we're not noticing any difference. So we're just going to wait an hour or so and see if. And you might have to reset it. Like once you change the battery, so double check is there a button in there you have to hit to reset? Oh, good question. See? Yeah. I I'm telling you, check. Google it. Thank How you. do I reset my whatever kind yep. of thermostat it is? Yep, I will. Okay, <laughs> thank you. We digress. Um, <laughs> I so just want to get anyway, it fixed for you. I know, I know. Thank you. I I will wait till the last minute to call on somebody. Okay. I'm going to try to do it myself. Yes. You you've sound inspired so me, Miss Shannon. You sound so tentative. Well, you've inspired because yeah. that's normally me. I'm like, I'm just going to make a phone call. But <laughs> you have inspired me, and I thank you for that. Once you do it once. You'll get through it because if, if even if you Google it and you go, okay, it actually is broken, then that's then you know. I just right. I'm just all for You're just right. knowing it is actually full on broken, <laughs> not yep. just yep. dusty. So you're right. You get back to us on your washing machine. I would like an update on that as yes. soon as that gets fixed. Yes. And, um, yeah. Manana. Manana. Kill it. Right. Okay. Um. So Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. they moved to California earlier this year, and so. People started wondering, what are they planning? Mm-hmm. What are they planning to do in Hollywood? Are they trying to, are they up to something? <laughs> well, it looks like they are, and they have been taking steps to do something because they've been quietly shopping an idea for a project in Hollywood. This is coming from Variety, so it's a good source, but. The concept behind their pitch is not known right now. Okay. So they took some meetings in June with some networks. Also unknown is if the pitch is supposed to be for a scripted series on TV, an unscripted series, Mm -hmm. or something else. But whatever it is, they would like to serve as joint producers on the project. Do you have a horse in the game? Do you, what is your preference? What is my preference as far as scripted or unscripted? I would like it to be scripted. I concur. I do. do? Yes. I do not want to watch a reality show about the two of them. I think that that will. I don't want one of those. No, I don't care. I mean, I mean, I would watch it, though. I know enough. I don't think I would. I know enough about them just from reading all these things. I don't want cameras following them around being who they are. There's so many of those shows. And and she can actually act. Go and make a thing. I want them to create a show, you know, that or at least some interesting because now she's doing like voiceovers. And so at least do like interesting an interest, not a reality show, but maybe some sort of docu series because they do have a lot of causes that they are both fans yes. of. So maybe there's something out there that they could do that would support one of the causes, or or yes. or showcase something like that that we're not super we don't super know about because you and I both like documentaries, so I could see yes. that being great. Or I want it to be because I like suits. Go do make a show. You know, yes. there seems to be some cool things that are coming out. I've seen some trailers on the new shows that are coming out on NBC. I think there's lots of room to make really cool content. I just want them to be that. <laughs> That's what I'm right. hoping. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, one venue um, 
heard that the pitch is NBC Universal, where okay. a meeting was set with top executives at the company. And um, one of the women, I guess, who's the chairman of uh, content studios knows Megan from her years on suits. Okay. So, um, but they're declining to comment right now. But they have, she has no plans to act according to this story from She wants Variety. to produce. She's going to be the it producer. It looks that way. She's That's not going to be acting in the project uh, that they pitched. Um, let's see. Her first job back in Hollywood uh, was narrating a docuseries mm-hmm. for Disney Plus, The Elephants, right? right? Yep. Um, that just came out in April. So maybe, you know, the movie benefits Elephants Without Borders, which um, is an organization that protects elephants. See, that would be great. Like leading into something else that they do like that, that, you know, is, you know, a cause, a cause based show would be fantastic. Well, that would be in line with what they said they wanted to do. You know, they wanted to continue their charitable work. So that I, I, I think it's interesting that they're trying to make both worlds they're trying to meld both wor- worlds. You mean the, the entertainment side plus the royal right. side? Yeah, the philanthropic, so, uh, th- philanthropic. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, and they did sign with a New York-based um, agency, okay, which also represents the Obamas, the Clintons. So it looks like it's probably going to be something that has to do with social issues or mental health issues. That would be like great. That, so. We could use I think more that of that in the world too. right now. We can use I more would, of that in the world. Mm-hmm. I concur. So we'll keep an eye on that story as soon as that you know gets out. Um, in the meantime, it looks like American Idol is coming back with um, all the judges. Okay. So we're, are you a fan? No. So, you know, not intentionally. Either. Not intentionally. I just, you know... I tried, and then with the it's new like one, because I bachelor. wanted to support, yeah, I wanted to support Katy Perry, you know, and all that stuff, because I sure. like her, but I just was, I, I just was super over it, and only wanted, and I, I figured what I would do is watch the very beginning and watch the very end, Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I didn't even do that, and then I didn't oh. even do that, so, you know. Yeah, that reminds me a lot of how I watch the bachelor the mm-hmm. bachelorette i don't i don't want to watch all the drama in the middle i just yeah. want to see right. who the girls are in the beginning or the guys and then when it gets down to the final 3 then i'm like ooh right they're going on a hometown date ooh yeah. i know i'm not going to be one of those people that's going oh i waited and then my favorite went home and now i'm all whoa golly gee you know i just don't watch the show like that anymore you know <laughs> yeah. so, i get it yeah i mean but i you know how you you know how there's some shows that exist that you understand why people like them but you still don't watch them. Yes, that's that's how both of those shows are for me. Like I'm never like, oh my gosh, how come you like that show? I just go, okay, I get it, but I keep thinking because I have some friends that are so into it that I almost have it like infect me every time because their enthusiasm is so great <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to watch it next season. Cause they're like, Oh my God, it was the best. You know, you didn't see this or, you know, right. you know, they, you know, they, I have friends that are super into America's got talent for the same reason. They just super into it. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to do that too. And we're going to talk about it every week. And then I forget. <laughs> yeah. I, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I have my shows. I, I do watch a lot of reality stuff. What are you watching by the way? Are you watching anything? Not really. Okay, what I'm rewatching right now is so, because I'm in a point where I've just been kind of busy, 
and busy doing things where I couldn't That's watch good. shows that I had to pay attention to. So gotcha. the shows that I've been rewatching are Great British Baking Show. Um, okay. And and there's a show called Midsummer Murders. <laughs> so they're both British. <laughs> and okay. I watch those because there's something soothing about them and I only kind of have to pay attention. So that's I what I'm it. watching. So that's why these other things that you're telling me I should watch are all of value because I've been in such a little rabbit hole. I yes. haven't even. Okay. So I needed I need a good reason to break out of it. And I need adults who don't have their kids in charge of what they get to watch to make suggestions. (laughs) Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Because sometimes I have a blind spot and I'll miss something because it just wouldn't show up in my feed because my kid's constantly watching little kid shows. So Google is going, well, here's another little kid show you want to watch, right? Exactly. So I forget what other shows I should watch. Okay. So I never watch cooking shows or baking shows. Oh, I love them. Isn't that funny? I find them very soothing. I try stuff out of them every once in a while. Yeah. See, that's good. You do actually try stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually dated a, a guy who always, 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 always had on a cooking show. And I'm like, you never make a damn thing. Yep. I don't know why you're watching it if you're not going to cook anything. Back to our studies. They were saying that that is one of the biggest <laughs> phenomenons here in American TV is that we watch hours and hours and hours of those shows and never do them. You just watch them right? like you watch sports where you watch sports and you don't go out and play the sport either. But you'll watch the show, and cooking shows are the same methodology. That's so interesting. I don't understand that. I feel like I, I'm better at baking and making little things because I'm like, oh yeah, you got to cook it this long, and don't do that, and you know. So I feel like I pick up little tips because I do like to cook, you know, and I do like to bake. Um, so I I like those shows. Well, you know, our friend Dawn McLean, mm-hmm. who um, also likes that show, mm-hmm. has taken a few um, Zoom cooking classes yes. with some of the contestants. Oh, fun. And has made a lot of, like, really fun stuff. Like, yeah. This is all just baking, and it's people from all over the, the country, all over the world, right. actually. Mm-hmm. And so she could be there. I think they have a limit on maybe eight to ten people oh so they can actually coach you as you do it yes nice yeah so there'll be somebody from another country and then you know she'll be there and there'll be people other people from the states and you know the people who have these stories that because of the pandemic they couldn't get together so they decided to do this what a great idea i know super cool so if you really do like to bake and cook you might want to look into it i think that's a fantastic one i'm going to add that to the agenda i could see myself doing that right away Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but you know what would be cool right now? Hmm. Let's give something away. Yeah. Um, you can win a ticket right now for a car load, um, meaning four to seven people in your car to go through Seavers, the stories, riddles, and rhymes. So this is a deal. You would pack up your car for this adventure. You go through this magical trail, and it winds through tree farms and cornfields and prairie land. And uh, there will be funny rhymes and riddles and large-scale illustrations that give readers a whole new take on story time. And this would be a great family outing, you know, especially since there's not a whole lot to do right now. And right. this sounds like it is especially fun. So caller 7 651 641-1071. You will get hooked up with that. Rob will take your call. When we come back on the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show, we're going to have a couple of favorite stories from today coming up next on My Talk 1071. Uh, Donna and Steve, minus Steve, he's on vacation. Mitch Shannon is filling in today. 
Thank you. And then Steve will be back tomorrow. And then Miss Shannon will be back in on Friday. Yes. Rolling into the weekend together. Yes, we are. Um, Okay, so I have a favorite thing from today. I thought this Mm -hmm. was really cute. Um, You know the the term Karen. Yes. Not really a compliment these days. I feel bad for all the Karens. Yes. Um, but I they're... feel bad for the actual Karens, not the representation of Karen. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is a restaurant in, I think it's in Houston, Texas, that hosted Karen Day mm-hmm. and provided free food To anyone named Karen. About 40 Karens showed up for the promotion. Mm -hmm. And um, let's see. Uh, It showed sympathy to the good Karens of the world by offering anyone who is legally named Karen free food. Of, Of late, Karen, of course, has been used as a term for basically a white woman who's perceived as demanding or privileged. Right. You know, wants to talk to the manager. So that is really funny what they did was Karen would have to come into the restaurant Mm -hmm. and then use the phrase I want to speak to the manager (laughs) and then the customer would then have to prove with a form of ID that her legal name is Karen which means that um, by default she's a good Karen because bad Karens would be I don't have to prove anything so we're all good (laughs) Mm -hmm. exactly so I, I think we have a woman talking about it I think I think her name is Karen, and she works for a promotional company with the restaurant. Rob, we have that, right? Yeah, it's right here. I had to get creative. I thought I needed to do something to give back to Karen, so I partnered up with our client here in the Heights, Chicken Cone Houston, and I just thought, if your real name is Karen, why don't we offer Karens a chicken cone when they come in and use the password, I would like to speak to the manager. Something funny to give back to anyone with the name Karen who has had the same experience as me. Okay, Hmm. that chicken cone looks really good. Oh, does it? I didn't look at the picture. Yeah, so it's a picture of like a, what do you call those? Oh, what do you call a waffle cone, I think? Oh, okay. You call it a waffle cone. Okay, so it's a waffle cone and it's got like chicken nuggets in it and they're all like (laughs) cheesy or saucy and delicious looking. Oh, you're right. That does, oh. That looks Doesn't like that look, that's yeah, a state good. That, I was about to say that. That looks like something yeah. you get at the fair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It looks quite looks portable. Amazing. You know, it looks like there's a variety of different styles of little chicken nugget things you could get in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks all, mm, looks good. Okay, congratulations <laughs> uh, on a really funny promotion. That's yes. Great. I'll link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Are you going to miss any food, by the way, at the fair? Um, Are you a big fair food person? Mm, that's not the primary reason why I go. So, I mean, there's always stuff that I look forward to because I'm there already. But right. no, I think I'm okay. There's not something that, you know, that I'm thinking of right now that my mouth starts watering. 
Got it. It's more the camaraderie and the atmosphere is what I go there. And I'm like, oh, and while we're here, let's have some cheese curds, you know, or, (laughs) you know, or let's go to Turkey to go. That was like one of my favorite places. That's my favorite, too. So there are certain things that I like because I'm there. But uh, like if they had a food truck, though, I would go find them. Like I I was going to look at the list and see if any of the places that I like are doing those pop ups. So not the drive through, but after like we're going to set up in a parking lot someplace. I would do that. I think there are there mm-hmm. there was something going on, right? There yeah. were a bunch of places right. in town, various places. So, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm on board for that. Man, and if supporting the turkey them to that go, way. If they were, yeah, yes. I would drive to a tur- turkey to go. If they were one of the places that were, hey, we're gonna hang out in the X, Y, and Z parking lot. I would go there. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Have you? Um. Do you have any kind of? Um, tradition when it comes to the state fair. Like every year, my friends and I would get our handwriting analysis. Oh, there's a there's a booth that does it. Not so it, much. I mean, my one girlfriend who also worked in radio with us, we would always have the one day because we're there so much because we're working that yep. we didn't have a. We would go. Okay, we're gonna have this is the one day that we sat at this one particular wine garden and just chilled yeah. out, and we would pick which a one? Day. That's what I do too. And so the one over next to like the the Greek place and the the crepe place, we were over on that wine yeah, garden. Me and they too. usually have yeah, a band usually there. Band. Yeah, and so that's the <laughs> yes. wine garden. We would sit there and we drink our our, our wine slushies Same. and chill. Yeah, and just chill. Yeah, you know that was yeah, usually what we do. That agreed, agreed. So that yeah. is the kind of thing that I'm missing is. We would have this this commonality that we just you know, and we see each other all the time, but it's not the same. <laughs> so. Right? No, it's just a thing. It's exactly. the atmosphere for right. sure. Right. Right. Anyway, all right. Um, State Fair would be starting what a week from tomorrow. Right. It's still on yeah. my schedule because I just go. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad. Yeah. Um, what was your other favorite thing from oh, today? Oh, this is a cute story out of New York, and so there's a seven year old named Brian Rumfeld. He lives in New York, and he's a really big avid reader and so he felt bad that a lot of people weren't in school anymore so he started a thing called Brian's Book Corner and so what he does is he takes some of his favorite stories and he started reading it and they built a Facebook page and so he reads to kids and so he reads these stories and and so now they've managed to build it on Facebook they have like up to 3,000 members that tune in each week and watch his animated readings of his favorite books Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's been really he's so just sweet. so cute that the seven year old's like, OK, here's what we're going to do. And and, you know, you know, his mom was even cute. She goes, we wanted it to be something that he remembered that he did good. And it's like, oh, it's like so cute. Yeah, so cute. And yeah. I think the mom is a teacher, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. And so um, he knows that things are, you know, people are feeling, you know, really isolated. And, right. you know, it's it's. It's something that he just, you know, was like, here's something I can do that'll help the other kids. Oh, God, don't you just love that? I know. And he's so young. And it's like, ah, I know. So hopefully uh, we keep growing it We keep growing it. Right. So you can look for that. Brian's Book Corner on Facebook. What's the last book you read? Are you reading anything? Um, the Water Dancer is what I'm reading right now. And I can't remember the name of the author because my girlfriend suggested this book. And so I'm reading that right now. What's what about, about you? Um, I, I'll tell you in a second. It's it's pathetic. <laughs> what is it? It's pathetic? pretty pathetic. Um, well, I mean, and I, I it's it's about um, basically a fictional a fictionalized version of uh, the Underground Railroad. We'll say just a sum. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. I so I went. I was on a mission last year to read ten classic 
books and classic as in things that I had to read in high school. So I got to six or seven and some of it was hard to get through. I'm not going to lie. But the... I made it to Lord of the Flies, oh, which okay. is on my nightstand right now, and I just, I just can't get motivated. And it's okay. not a big book. In fact, no. I purposely picked a bunch of small books, right? And I really enjoyed reading them, but I never hit my actual goal. So, my goal right now is to finish Lord of the Flies. What's next on your list? Oh, oh, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I you should know. do I that. Because a... I think that that's a worthy goal that you set for yourself. Is that growing like just through some of going. those classics? So maybe you just have to like, you have to do a pass and then go to the next one and come back to it. Because just because it's something we were supposed to read when we were in high school and it doesn't mean that it's still your jam. It just has some sort of value and some sort of historic value. Because I think a right. lot of them, because I was book reader nerd when I was in high school and I would read a bunch of stuff. Like I sat down one summer and said, I'm going to read all of the comedies of Shakespeare because, you know, like oh, all these God. projects that you, you create for yourself. Um, yes. So I think sometimes you have to go, well, how do I, because maybe there's something about it that you, I like rereading those books because there might be something about it that you didn't understand or didn't exactly. really get when you were younger. But there also might be something that you go, wait a minute, this is really problematic and this is why I didn't like it. And now you understand right. why you didn't like it. So you can still yeah. not like it and then for- fast forward and then come back to it. That's true. I see. This is I appreciate that. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I did read a bunch that I liked. Then right. I read a couple I didn't like. I read The Old Man in the Sea and I'm like, oh, this, good God, yeah. is it ever going to end? Right. And I think um, that's then, fair. Of Mice and Men, that still holds up, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I read Animal Farm for the first time. There's a lot of books that I haven't read that I would like to read. And there's good reasons to watch things like Animal Farm and stuff now that we're having series or they're popping back up in some new iteration. So I think that there's other things that you can go, well, how did they turn this into a current story? So keep reading. You're good. Okay, I will. Thank you. You've had some really good advice today, (laughs) and I appreciate it. Love talking Um, to you, Donna. And I, you, we'll Mm -hmm. see you back here on Friday. Thank you for all your help. Brother Rob, thank you. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, so stick around for them. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.